right, guys. Welcome back. It's been a little while. How you doing? Um, things seem to be a little wild now in Ninerland. And, uh, <laughs> quite frankly, I kind of just wanted to come on here and rant. Um, it's going to be a short rant, but... If there's one thing that I've never really been interested in, it's drama. Never interested in drama in middle school, never interested in drama in high school, uh, never interested in drama as an adult, at work, with coworkers. I don't really like gossip. It bores me. And... Another thing that I'm just really not a fan of is overreaction hot takes, clickbait, uh, people who stir the pot simply for the sake of stirring the pot, um, people who like to overreact and freak out over things simply because it's the way that they generate clicks or they get attention. To me, that's just... It's low quality, you know, like I realize why people like it, you know, like a train wreck is fascinating. Like people, you got to stop and watch the train wreck and how terrible is it? Oh my gosh, I have to watch and see. And I realize also that like reality TV is extremely popular, even though it's toxic low IQ drivel and as just people being dumb saying dumb stuff and bickering back and forth like idiots and it's this has kind of permeated our culture so it's not just sports you know it's reality TV it's uh, even like the news and politics now like you turn on the news and you don't get the old fashioned, uh, you know, this, this is the six o'clock news. This is what happened today, period. Instead, it's, you get a panel and you get three to six people and they just argue over each other. And I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. I think it's dumb. It's, it's low IQ. It's, it's not adding any value to me, you know, what, what value am I getting? I'm not, it's like, it's like chewing gum for the eyes and ears. It's just like the filler, stupid stuff. So that being said, it's March. <laughs> I don't know if you realize this. Uh, it's March, which means that, uh, season, the actual football season, the 2023, 2024 season, it starts in September. This is March. The season starts in September. There's like five, six months in there, you know? Like the season doesn't start for over five months. But that being said, people got to generate their clicks. And because there was the owners meeting and Shanahan and Lynch were talking about quarterback, everybody is going crazy and arguing about 
Lynch said this, where Shanahan said that, and Trey this, and Purdy that, and oh my gosh, now we got a Sam Darnold, and who's going to beat out who, and like, you know, what does this mean, and it's the end of the franchise, and how on hell could we actually allow Shanahan to make these decisions, and he's destroyed the roster, and this is an embarrassment, and Lynch and him aren't on the same page, and what is Jed doing? Jed needs to fire them, and they waste all this draft capital, and blah, 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 and it's all the same thing. It's all just stupid, low IQ, no value added noise, all right? I am going to explain to you in very, very clear and very simple explanation what the 49ers quarterback situation is. And I'm not reading in like in between all these lines and like, you know, like, oh, well, so-and-so thinks this and -and so-and-so thinks that and oh, blah, blah, blah. And the reason why they paid Sam Darnold this giant $2 million contract that was a joke, by the way. It's not like they paid him $40 million. He's getting paid like a third string quarterback. All right. I'm going to explain all this very simply. So right now, as I'm recording, we're about five minutes and 45 seconds in. That's at least what my recording is saying. So let's just go ahead and timestamp this right here. And I am going to explain to you very clearly what the 49ers quarterback situation is. All right. Six minute mark. The 49ers quarterback situation going into the 2023 season. Brock Purdy has a hurt elbow. He's recovering. We don't know how well he's going to recover. If his arm will be as strong or stronger, or if he'll play as well or better or not. We really don't know. We know that Brock Purdy played well enough in eight games, not three seasons, eight games, half a season. He played very well and he has earned a right to be the number one quarterback as of now. That being said, he just had elbow surgery on a ligament. He didn't have a strong arm to begin with. We don't know how this will affect him. We do not know when he will be ready. The best estimate that we have heard is somewhere in the neighborhood of five to eight months, right? He could, in theory, what they're really hoping is, hey, in 12 weeks, so mark your calendars, it is uh, probably March 30th when you're listening to this. Uh, So the end of March, let's just call it April 1st. Three months from now, July 1st, or let's say hey, late June, early July, they're going to take another image of his elbow and say, hey, how's this fucking elbow doing, huh? How you feeling? Is it hurt a little bit? Have you been using your robot arm too much? Is it swelling? It looks all good? Cool. All right. Now... We're going to have you start doing throwing motions with paper towels and golf balls. All right. Rehab time. There we go. That's what we know. In 12 weeks, we'll find out if he can start doing rehab work by throw motioning paper towels and golf balls. 
All right. That's what we know. And what we know now is that we know nothing for the next three months about Purdy. Boom. There we go. That's QB one. Huge. We don't know. Nobody freaking knows what's going to be going on with him. All right. So what else do we got? We got Trey Lance. We spent a lot of draft capital on him. Three first round picks and a third. He hasn't played very much. He sat a year, played a couple games, and then he was going to be the starter. He played in a rainstorm and then played one quarter. So we really don't know what we have with Trey Lance. We know he's very physically talented. We know he's very young. He's only 22. And we know that he's under contract for two more years, three more if they exercise a fifth-year option. So you know what? Trey's under contract. Are we going to trade him? Why the hell would we trade him? Have you seen how often the Niners quarterbacks get hurt? In fact, he's hurt. He's recovering. How much are you going to get for a quarterback who's recovering from an ankle? Exactly. Shut up with all the trade stuff. Not only that, but you've already paid him, so it's not like you're gaining any money or cap space or anything. Literally, it makes zero sense. You're not trading Trey Lance. You like him. You've got him under contract for two to three more years. So what's going to happen is Trey is going to have the first opportunity to try and get back that starting job. All right. OTAs are going to happen. Off season is going to happen. Training camp is going to happen. While Brock Purdy's over there, paper towel waving, right? Because you got to fix that elbow. It's six months, maybe, maybe it's eight months, maybe it's five, but you know, training camp is in four months. So Trey's going to be out there. Trey's going to be taking the first team reps. All right. Because you got to see what you got. So Trey, he has an opportunity this off season to build chemistry and to show how good he can be. Can he win the job back? Maybe. But again, we don't know. We do not know. We don't know how good Trey is, how good he can be. Trey's got a huge arm. He's smart and he's really athletic. What else do we know? I don't know. He's played like five games in three years. So we really don't know. But he's under contract for two or three more years. So you may as well see what you got. And by the way, the guy you really like, he's rehabbing his elbow. And you don't know how good he's going to be. So you got a guy who played really well who's rehabbing that won't be ready until probably week one at the very earliest. Realistically, he's probably going to miss the first month just to make sure he's healthy. The guy behind him, quote unquote behind him, is a number three overall pick that you really like, who's immensely talented and hasn't played very much. So you got to give him a shot. Give him a shot, please. Your third option is Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold has 50 career starts. He's a talented kid. He's still fairly young at 25, but he hasn't been great. I think he's had like 80 combined turnovers in 50 games. So Sam Darnold has about four years start of experience and you're not paying him very much. I think it's like two and a half million guaranteed. He has the opportunity and he's trying to rejuvenate and rebuild his career and his value and he's got some talent and he's been on some terrible teams with some terrible offenses with not very good weapons. So who knows? So where does that leave us? It's really quite simple. Your number one guy's hurt. 
Your number two guy is under contract for two to three more years, and you may as well see what you got. And your number three guy is a veteran that's trying to rehab his career, so he's going to push himself. So you hope Brock Purdy comes back, plays as well or better as before. In the meantime, Trey and Sam Darnold are going to battle it out in training camp. Trey's going to get the nod, obviously. You got Trey under contract for two to three years. Sam Darnold's on a one year. Trey's had two full years to learn the offense. He hasn't played a lot, but he's had two years with the offense and the playbook. Like, I, I don't get why this is so complicated. I may have even made it too complicated there. Your number one is hurt, so your number two is going to get an opportunity to prove himself. And your number three is just that. He's a number three. That's why you're not paying him eight or 10 or $20 million. You're paying him two. It's so simple. It's so simple. I, I don't understand why people are out there and they're arguing back and forth for hours, hours and hours and hours. Oh, well, you know, Brock, Brock Purdy, you know, he's the leader in the clubhouse. What does that mean? What it means is that he played well in eight games and they hope that he comes back good. But he's got a hurt elbow and he's got a rehab. <laughs> he's rehabbing. He won't be ready for six months, maybe five, maybe eight. I don't fucking know. You don't fucking know. Nobody knows for at least 12 weeks. Why the hell are we arguing about this nonstop when there's zero information being added? Gosh. I understand, like, this is literally, to me, like, the dumbest, like, I, I, don't get me wrong, quarterback, most important position in football, I understand that. What bothers me is that people cannot use two brain cells to put together the situation that we're in. You like Brock. He's your number one, but he's hurt. Okay, you got a number two. Give him a shot. Maybe he's good. You don't know. He's got a big upside and you've only seen five games in three years. May as well give him an opportunity while the other guy is, you know, again, doing golf ball reps with a bad elbow. And you brought in a guy who's, you know, I guess you could call a bust. What does that mean? It's pretty fucking simple and nothing has changed but people are acting like everything has changed you know what's kind of funny is um all this craziness is going on and i was listening to jason aponte and steph sanchez and they were like <laughs> they were like i don't get why this is shocking to people <laughs> Exactly. Like, what the fuck did you expect Lynch and Shanahan? We're gonna, oh, well, they're not on the same page. Are they not? Did they not say almost the exact same thing, just with slightly different verbiage? That's like me saying, like, you know what? I think I want to go to the movies this weekend. And then my girlfriend says, you know what? We should go see John Wick on Saturday. And I'm like, oh. Boy, I don't know if we're on the same page here. I said movies weekends. She said Sean Wick Saturday. These those are the those are different words. I don't know. 
Are we doing it? I don't know. Seems like some conflicting messaging going on. That's what, that's what like all these people sound like. <sighs> I guess this was a longer rant than I expected. <laughs> I just, it's, it's the off season, but like, there's so many other things that you could be discussing. Like we literally have all off season to argue about Trey versus Brock versus Purdy. And you know what? You know, when a good time to have that conversation and that debate would be when they're all competing in training camp, not in fucking March. Like Brock had surgery two weeks ago. He's got like the RoboCop frame on his arm. Like they're not out there throwing passes in training camp. When training camp comes, you know, when OTAs happen and you actually see Trey and Sam out there throwing the ball to receivers, completing passes when you can, you know, check in with your favorite 49ers content creator or reporter and they're tallying things up and oh well you know Trey went Trey went 15 of 22 today and but there was two drops but Sam went you know 14 of 18 and he had a slightly higher completion percentage but they gave Trey more reps and that's when you can have this kind of debate and it makes more sense you know and like hey you know 12 weeks from now well hey guess what Brock Purdy, all reports, everything is ahead of schedule. He's doing well. He's been throwing that golf ball like 30 feet today at practice. He's looking good. Those towel reps of him waving the towel around, they're looking good. The towel arm's looking good, Brock. Keep it going. Big pro, big Brock. <laughs> can't even talk. Big cock Brock. I was at the Seattle game. I was waving the sign around. I fucking loved the Brock Purdy. Like, that was so fun last year. But for gosh sakes, people, like, it's ridiculous. We have zero information other than Shanahan and Lynch said words. And now the whole Niners Twitterverse is, like, all losing their collective minds and arguing. Over zero new information. They literally said what I expected them to say. We really like Brock. We think he's probably the number one, but he's injured. So Trey's going to get a shot. We brought Sam in and he's going to try and compete as well. Holy fuck. What does that mean? I need to like dissect this with my super spy code breaking. Like, no, you don't. It's, it's quite simple. And you know, it's cool is that it'll work itself out. It's going to work itself out. Again, like when at the end of June, sometime in June, we're going to have an update. Brock's had an MRI. Either he's ahead of schedule or he's behind schedule. At that point, we will also probably have a couple small reports on how Trey and Brock have looked at the different team activities. You know, they'll have had one or two off season things. 
And then training camp will start. And will Brock be ready? I don't fucking know. Do you? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out more in 12 weeks, will we? Huh? How about that? How about we'll find out more in 12 weeks? And then I think training camp usually starts like mid-July. We'll find out. And hey, you know what? If Brock is out there and he's throwing an actual football in training camp and he's cleared, then we can talk about it. And we can say, hey, Brock looked better. He's ahead of schedule. He's probably going to be the week one starter. Trey and Sam, they're out there doing their thing. Trey's looking better. Maybe he's not. Sam's looking better. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Do you? No. And nobody's going to know for four months. I feel like there's only like, there's like three people that actually like make sense of this. And it's, it's so frustrating watching all these people that, and again, don't get me wrong. Like I understand the need to create content, but for fuck's sake, like talk about the draft. Do you know what I've been doing? Like I work a full-time job. So that takes up 50 hours in my week. I got to spend time with, you know, my dog, my girlfriend, I've got a personal life and I've been freaking grinding tape. I've put together like 30 freaking draft profiles of draft prospects, primarily defensive linemen. I've literally been watching defensive linemen tape studying for the draft. Why don't people do that? Like there's, we've literally got 11 fucking picks in the draft and nobody seems to want to discuss like, who their favorite guys at 99, 101, 102 are. You know? Like, you realize the draft is less than a month away? You only have one month to talk about all this cool draft stuff, try and figure out and pick out your guys. You know? All that. Or maybe you can talk about the free agents. Or, oh, well, that's boring. That's so a week ago. Free agency was so two weeks ago, man. Like, who even cares? Nobody cares about free agency anymore. It's like all we can talk about is the same thing that we've been talking about forever. And again, I get it. The quarterback matters. But yelling nonsense at each other without any new information is just that. It's yelling nonsense and it's stupid. Give me something new. Give me something interesting. Give me something unique. Give me a unique take. Give me like a hidden draft prospect. Show me some goddamn film on a free agent. Thank you, John Chapman, for doing film breakdowns of all these freaking guys that we've signed. Like, I think I've watched two Javon Kinlaw or two Javon Hargraves. (laughs) Mess myself up. I did watch the Javon Kinlaw uh, second half NFC championship game. He was solid. Um... I haven't watched very much of our new corner. Um, I forget his name off the top of my head, but potential new slot. And I love it, dude. Chapman is bringing value. He's adding value by bringing new and unique content. You know, like, hey, here's a film breakdown of Cleveland Farrell. We're going to watch a whole game of Cleveland Farrell tape. See what we like, what we don't like. How is he going to fit? All that kind of stuff. Give me more of that. Don't give me more of just you brain 
brainstorming your own personal ideas and fantasies and whatnot on something that we already knew and there was no value added. And I guarantee you're going to be saying the same stupid thing for the next four months. Like, please give me something different. I can't listen to the same stupid Purdy versus Trey versus Sam Darnold. And who's going to, nobody knows. Nobody knows. All right. Nobody freaking knows. All right. You know who does know? God, because he can read the future. And that's about it. All right. You're not God. I'm not God. And you don't have a damn time machine. So you don't know jack shit. And I don't care what you say because the doctors don't know. Again, 12 weeks we'll get some information. Trey's going to try and beat out Purdy. He's got a steep road, but he's got an opportunity while he... We don't know how good Birdie's going to be when he comes back. There's two very big variables there. We don't know how good he's going to be, and we don't know when he's going to be back. Two huge variables. In the meantime, Trey's going to try and step up his stock. He wants to earn that job. He told Rich Eisen he just wants to compete. He told Rich Eisen that Brock Purdy balled out and that he would not expect to be given the job. And that he understands the situation that he's in and he wants to compete and win that job. That's what he's doing. Sam Darnold is trying to do the same thing and resurrect the career that is that he is a bust. I don't understand why this is so complicated and why people argue about it back and back and forth for hours. I feel like I'm a bust of freaking blood vessel in my mind. Jeez. All right. Well, anyways, um, I'm going to get out of here for now. I am going to come back, though, and record another quick pod. I'm going to go over the free agency, who we gained, who we lost. Um, So I'm going to record that actually right after this. I'm just going to split them up so one of these can be my rant and then the other one can be free agency. And uh, by the way, just to light a little bit more fire under this stupid drama that's going on amongst the fans and the content creators and the reporters and even the national media. What's Rappaport talking about? Like, it sounds like it's going to be Sam Darnold. No, it's not. No. Stop trying to make Sam Darnold a thing. We're going to get another quarterback. Plain and simple. You know why? Because Purdy's hurt. Purdy has a bad elbow. Right? Do you remember that? Do you remember that Purdy has a hurt elbow? You need people to throw the ball in training camp. So we're probably going to draft a guy in the sixth or seventh round or pick up an undrafted kid. And we may even pick up another guy because you need three or four guys to throw the ball in camp. Right now we got two who can throw the ball. So we're going to add another one or two here before training camp. So just you wait. We're going to draft... Stetson Bennett in the sixth round and somebody's going to talk about how Stetson Bennett is going to beat out Brock Purdy and Trey Lance and Sam Darnold because he won two national championships. Just you wait. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> ah, everything is awesome. All right, I'm going to get out of here. Um, I love you. I hope this was entertaining. Uh, I hope that, I don't know. I don't know if you agree with me or not. You can always yell at me on Twitter. I'm on there. Um, But yeah, I just, 
I, I had to come on here and vent and hopefully it entertained you in some way. So, uh, Till then, uh, like, comment, subscribe, give me a rating, give me a review, all the same thing that all the other people on the uh, podcasting verse say. Um, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, and as always, go Niners. <laughs>